Hi guys, today I'm going to do a book review on this book here. It's called Echoes from Then, Glimpses of John McLaughlin, 1959-1975. Okay, so what is this book all about? Well, if you've read this book and you want more, then you'll definitely need this book. This book's really interesting because you start with John McLaughlin is 17 years old, um, going to London or Surrey, and playing guitar in Big Pete Duca's Professors of Ragtime band. It's quite amazing really because John McLaughlin was only like 17 at the time, and here he is going to London, and for him it must have been like amazing, it's this amazing opportunity to actually go out and play music for a living. So when you read about this you get a feeling for how it must have felt back then being a guitar player, you know, the young boy in this group that's seemingly going somewhere. In this book you'll also see some great pictures there of young John McLaughlin playing guitar. You've got big Pete Duca there, who incidentally I think Colin Harper's writing a book about as we speak. This book also has a massive discography. So you can see all of the um, recordings and also things like the here labels and covers, all sorts of things. Another great thing with this book is that there are lots of pictures and bits of newspaper snippets. One of the most interesting parts of this book at the beginning is probably John McLaughlin's first ever newspaper interview. As you can see, it actually has a nice picture of John McLaughlin, quite a big picture. This must have been a full page um, spread. It might not have been, it might be a half page, but it looks like it's a full page. I think this is from about 1963. So in this book we see John McLaughlin like 17 and then sort of gradually getting older and working with different people like Georgie Fame, Tony Meehan and all of these sorts of people and being in these all of these groups. It's really interesting because again when you see the the first interview and things like this you realize that even back then although he wasn't famous he must have been making his mark a little bit as a guitar player. You also see lots of snippets from um, adverts for gigs at the time, like these. You'll see lots of them. And also little bits of newspaper cuttings. But for instance, you, you'll see something like um, Graham Bond here. The group debuts at London's Flamingo tonight, opposite the Birch Octet. Graham, Hammond Organ and Alto will lead Dick Heckenstall-Smith, John McLaughlin, guitar. Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker on drums. Wow. This book also looks at other people of the time like Jet Harris, uh, Tony Meehan, um, some Duffy Power and other people of the time. There's some great other pieces in here like this for instance, the Music Reader's Poll. So let's see who's the best guitarist. Hmm. Where's guitar? Here we go. Oh, number one, John McLaughlin. Number two, Chris Spedding. Number three, Terry Smith. And in this one, we got guitar. Oh, we got Kenny Burrell as number one. Barney Castle, and then number three, John McLaughlin. There's also an ad here for um, John and Eve McLaughlin, a concert of devotional music. Oh, that sounds good. Porchester Hall, Queensway. Now I wish that concert was on tonight because I would like to go to it and I think it would be jolly good fun to watch.
especially if Guru turns up. Also, we've got adverts in here like Lifetime. Can see that. Well, we've got Tony Williams, Jack Bruce, John McLaughlin, and Larry Young. Wow. The second half of the book, which really goes into Mahavishnu Orchestra, Mahavishnu 2, is really, really fascinating. Um, there's lots of anecdotes, stories, um, some funny, some tragic, but um, really revealing and, and it's very interesting to see how the whole thing sort of fell apart in the end. There's a very telling part where they go into John McLaughlin's room because he's saying, that's it, I'm leaving. and. Um, the room is just like really bashed up and uh, there's broken glass on the floor, broken picture frames and things like this, where he'd probably just lost his temper and just smashed them against the wall. You sort of see how this whole untangling of this great kind of beast, the Mahavishnu Orchestra, just sort of fell apart in the end, really. So there's lots of revealing stuff in there. Um, and for me as a fan, I find that fascinating. But for me as a musician, I find it much, much, much more fascinating. Because you can see how this thing grows and grows and grows. And then, you know, eventually it's, it's just going to crash, basically. And also for John, as his wife left him, it must have been devastating going back to New York. And, you know, everybody knows. Everybody knows what's been going on. And, of course, he has to carry those emotions when he's still on tour as well. There's one part in the book as well that captured my imagination, and that is when Guru told John McLaughlin to not play music anymore. So John McLaughlin opens his restaurant, and he starts becoming a carpenter. And he builds this beautiful music stand. And as you can see, it's just there. And also John, when he's selling all his stuff, when he's leaving New York, he sold that beautiful metronome. I love one of those. If anybody's got one, can you let me know? Because I'd love one of these. But it's interesting that John would give up music for a bit and do carpentry. It seems quite funny, actually, when you read this book. But it's amazing anyway, because Guru obviously says to him, No, John, now you need to go and do music. And uh, you need to be the Mahavishnu. Really the best summation for this book, and this book as well, is actually written by the author Colin Harper. And it says, The aim with this book has been the same. We may never get to the bottom from how the boy from Yorkshire became a musician of hitherto unimagined proficiency and the creator of music within the Mahavishnu era of still resonant power and transcendence. But by finding and laying out as many pieces of the historical and biographical jigsaw between those two points, it may be possible to at least travel some way toward an understanding. And if we never quite manage to join the pieces in a manner that solves the mystery, it can only, at the very least, add still further to our appreciation of his achievements. So as in all stories, it's always the same thing. How did this person from nowhere suddenly become this person from somewhere. This little boy from up north, as we would say in England, so suddenly is in London and doing nothing for 10 years. I'm not saying he's not doing anything, he's actually doing lots, obviously, but, but he's nowhere, really. And suddenly he's in New York, and within a, you know, a couple of years he's, he's a superstar. He's this kind of like, almost this lit-up superstar in white. And this mind-boggling 
fascination can't really be catalogued because there's so many different dimensions and different things happening for this to happen and take place anyway. And so us as readers, as the reader, um, we're drawn in to every little bit of information, every snippet of information, every little detail is fascinating. It's like every little morsel takes you further and further within how this person became this other person almost. And that is what makes it fascinating and draws us in and and we still want more. I mean, I've finished this book and I want another book. You know, I want another book. Because reading this book is not just inspiring as reading or history or factual or snippets of information that you won't find anywhere else or little things that I didn't know about. It inspires me as a musician. Um, it puts power in here in my heart, you know, to, to actually go out and do things. And that's what a great book should do. And that's what I like about both these books. They both do that. Okay, this book was published by Colin Harper and Market Square Music, and it's £19.95. But again, you get a nice thick book, you see. Lots of pages. This book, again, was quite difficult to review, like Bathing Lightning, because there's so many different threads that interweave, that, and there's so many parts of the story, and there's so many other characters that weave in and out of the story, that it's actually quite difficult to just do a simple... Um, review. But that's what makes the book great because it takes you in and out of these different weavings and at the same time it stays very focused on its main character, John McLaughlin. So it takes you in and out and it leaves you pondering and thinking about the past and about the past music business. And if you're a musician again thinking about what's possible in the music business we live in today because I do believe there's possibilities in the music business. I don't think it's completely dead, but I think a lot of the possibilities are still outside of the internet. And yes, you need online, it's very, very important. But when you read these books again, you realize how important offline is. How important it is just to go out and play and actually create a scene, a new musical scene or, or a new musical revolution or something. As it was in the old days, the mu there would be a music scene and the media or the television would go to the artists or the group. In my case, that was punk rock, you know. They'll be playing in the 100 Club or the National or something. And then BBC and ITV would then go to them and, you know, interview them or comment on it or write bad stuff about it. But that's how music perhaps should be. And reading these books again, both of these books, it takes me into that kind of um, realm that we as musicians should create the scene. We should make something happen. And it should come to us. Should 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 we be doing something interesting, should what we do have value or interest. Lastly, I'd just like to say a great thank you to Colin Harper, because this book has actually been very, very, very inspirational to me. It's made me practice harder as well, practice my guitar playing much more, which is uh, always beneficial. Anyway, I hope this video was of some use to you. If it was, please smash the subscribe button, click the like button, click the notification button, and I'll see you in the next video. Thank you for watching.